When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep it locked. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome Watching the Throne, a lyrical analysis of the one and only Mr. Kanye West. My name is Chris Lambert. And my name is Travis Bean, and here we go. We're going down a fun, new, possibly dangerous path where we're going to be talking about Kanye's first album, The College Dropout. Who's excited? <laughs> I am. I am, Travis. <laughs> I am very excited. Um, I- yeah, go ahead. I uh, just it feels good to be getting back to the beginning of things again because when we started the podcast in 2015 we were still figuring out podcasting we we're still figuring out as much as we felt we knew about Kanye's discography we had it gone line by line through the entire thing and it's one of those things where I think we provided some insights at the get go but we're still limited by our equipment by the newness of it and some of these songs I just don't think we got to talk about in the way that uh, we're able to talk about later songs on later albums. So heading back in time, so to speak, to revisit the college dropouts, there's a lot of excitement there. Yeah. Yeah. So when we started this show, we basically started it because we loved Jesus so much. <laughs> and we were like, you know, at the time, it felt like you were the only person in the world who liked Jesus. <laughs> and we we loved it because we saw these this pattern on the album. We saw this storyline, this narrative that was unfolding that felt very similar to movies. And Chris and I, you know, we're movies guys and we've written about movies for forever. And we saw what Connie was doing. We were like, we have to talk about this, but we felt we needed to earn it. <laughs> so we're like, well, we can't get talk about Jesus until we talk about every single Kanye song first. So that was the idea. Go through every single Kanye song. And Kyle Joppa obviously was the first one we tackled and, like Chris noted, not a lot of great equipment, uh, not a great, not a lot of great knowledge about Kanye, and uh, probably most importantly, we did not understand that there was, in fact, a narrative on the college dropout, um, and that is something we are now fixing with this new season. We're recovering it. Yeah, very much so, <laughs> and that's the thing. Once we kind of hit our stride a few years into things, right, and you kind of feel that you're. I don't know, at a new level of mastery of what mm. you're doing. <laughs> I know all about I, it. We looked and we were like, all right, we need to correct the college dropout. But then also thinking like <laughs> we should also probably look back at late registration too. And you know what? <laughs> Graduation as well. And you know, our first five episodes of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy still have not so great equipments Let's go back and do that. So <laughs> that's one of the exciting things about this is that 
we're not only doing the college dropout, but we're going to go back through all of them. Late yeah. registration, graduation, 808s, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Yeezus, and even The Life of Pablo. Mm, can't I can't wait for Life of Pablo, holy crap. But <laughs> um, the, the best part about this, I would say, though, is that this whole season you're about to hear um, where we cover the college dropout, a new song each week. We've actually already recorded all of the episodes, and they are readily available on our Patreon page for five bucks a month. You will not only get access to all those episodes whenever you want um, ahead of when they were released in the public feed, but um, you'll be there for all the new episodes we're doing as well for late registration, graduation. Those are coming out twice a week, uh, usually twice a week. And so I would say over the next few months, all those episodes will be out. And so while it'll take a while to get to the public feed, um, if you just want to go ahead and jump right in now, like you can head over to the Patreon and just get going. Yeah, there's going to be, I mean, we had over a hundred episodes before deciding to revisit some of these yeah. older albums, but there's still 40 or 50 episodes available now. And depending on when you're listening to this, uh, approaching that hundred mark <laughs> very yeah. rapidly. Uh, and you can check that out at patreon.com slash Kanye podcast and enjoy all of our seasons right there available. Uh, and then if we're in the middle of something, again, you're going to be getting two episodes a week for the next, however many weeks and access to the full catalog. Yeah. And on top of that, we have like bonus episodes where we would just like shoot the shit about any Kanye topic, which is always fun. Um, Clay Z makes a few appearances, and if you don't know who he is, you'll learn soon. You know, it's just it's a great big ball of fun over there on Patreon. <laughs> That's right. And if you're going to continue to listen through the public feed, we'll have one new episode a week releasing each and every week, and you can, uh, you know, happily enjoy that. <laughs> We're basically being forced to do this because Donda won't come out. <laughs> Kanye, where's the album, man? <laughs> this will end the second you drop it, Kanye. So if you want us to stop talking about all your later or earlier work, release some new shit. We're just we're just saying, we're just asking. <laughs> Come on. It's been two months. No, it's just been a month. Month it's, and a half. Almost two months. It it will be two months soon, and then three months and then four months. <laughs> Have we been yondied? But you know what? I'm I'm predicting at the five month mark we'll get the album. I like your hope and confidence. Mm. Misplaced, but I like it. <laughs> Very misplaced. <laughs> well, so uh should we talk a little bit about good old college dropout? T C D. Yeah, I'm excited. Man, I wish I could convey that, that we have stripped these episodes from existence. Like you can't find them anywhere, hopefully anyway. Um, th those early episodes of college dropout, like, I, look, we were young, impressionable, naive amateurs back then. We were doing the best we could. We loved, we were just a little, couple of Kanye stands trying to get Kanye to notice us. And we thought by going through each song in his album, it would help. But we really just, I mean, there are a lot of factors at play here, but I mean, back then we just truly did not understand the the breadth and depth and nuance of the college dropout did we no early on our initial assessment of the album because while we saw the narrative flow on Jesus and the narrative construction the story structure on it we weren't seeing the same 
continuity on the college dropouts when we initially went through it. So our our take at the time was that it's just a collection of songs and, you know, there's a lot of depth in some of these songs. Uh, he was going for a lot of radio hits. So musically, it might be more appealing than something like Yeezus, but you're lacking the inner contextuality that creates the depth that mm. Yeezus has. So while something like All Falls Down on its own might feel deeper than something like I'm in it. I'm in it has more depth because of the whole story that's going on on Yeezus. And we're just kind of like in that zone. But when (laughs) we came back to this album and started looking at it again, it really started clicking. And I think especially because we got used to Kanye getting out of that traditional like three act structure story that we were used to and started seeing in 2018, the chiastic structure he was using on yay and kids see ghosts. And that structure relies less on event a leads to event B leads to event C leads to event D and much more on juxtaposition of these three songs capture this attitude, this feeling, this state of being. And then there's a pivot and then the next three songs are a contrasting state of being. And you get this juxtaposition between those two states, which creates uh, an interesting character dynamic, narrative dynamic. Uh, it's much more almost haiku-like mm-hmm. in its styling, though it comes from like Psalms and the Bible, like the story of Noah uses chaotic structure. Um But just having that kind of change in outlook on the album, I think we started seeing more in terms of flow of concept or idea rather than just straight like character, Mm -hmm. which really helped us coming back to the college dropout because I don't think Kanye had the approach that he had on Yeezus where the narrative was so honed and grounded and... I don't know, perfected at that point, Mm -hmm. like that traditional style here, though, you still have a similar flow of events, but we really had to start paying attention to like the change in feeling or the change in character circumstances that were coming through that felt kind of chiastic. Uh, And that really jumped out to us just looking at the idea of we don't care to all falls down and that downward trajectory leading to spaceship and jesus walks and never let me down there's an ascendance that's happening in that first act and when we caught that man breakthrough just from it's you're on the road from there you're just you're heading towards last call (laughs) when when you know it's a grand celebration of kanye's journey that he's detailed over the whole album that you didn't notice the first time and i mean i think we've over the years you know like you say, you know, as we're dissecting all of these later Kanye albums where we see storylines, you start seeing more patterns from Kanye just like out in the public realm and learning more things about him. And I think specifically what really hit home for us was the uh, the documentary about the Black Album, the, the Jay-Z album. Mm-hmm. And in that uh, movie, there's a scene where Kanye's in the studio and he's talking about how an album is a story. <laughs> like he's literally talking about albums the way we've always figured he talked about albums and you know we we tweeted out the the storyline of what we believe to be the storyline of kitsy ghost and kind of retweets it like and you start seeing that like you start getting a little empowered that kind of is doing these things and you bring that into this fresh evaluation of the college dropout and 
what unfolded was, as Chris has noted, you see this ascendancy in the first act. And then in act two, Kanye imagines this life as a superstar celebrity, a hip hop star who's friends with all, you know, the big rappers. And then act three is him kind of realizing what he can do with his music. Because in act two, you know, he makes some maybe uh, trivial songs, <laughs> some not so meaningful <laughs> songs like Breathe In, Breathe Out and Slow Jams and New Workout Plan. But in that third act, you know, when you get family business and Through the Wire and... Uh, two words like we really see somebody coming into his own and realizing like what he wants to do with his career and while that's kind of like a broad three-act structure that isn't like probably not as deep a detail as something like Jesus like it's still there and it's still really interesting the thing that really started standing out to us too and I think was probably another key to understanding what was going on in the Black Album video step back real Mm. fast that you were talking about when Kanye mentions it he's telling to jay-z as he plays i think it's a lucifer beat for Mm jay-z and he's just like you know imagine that the the music is like the the score to a scene in a movie yeah and like the song is a scene in a movie and like you just have that on the album and you're like oh he's thinking about like albums as movies as you said that's like what we had been saying for a couple years before we ever saw that video but we started realizing too that there tended to be even looking at Yeezus that Yeezus really captured his connection to Kim Kardashian Mm. and the state that he had been in prior to their relationship starting and what it meant to finally be at this point where he might have a relationship with her. And you see that Yeezus really defamiliarizes that story. It exaggerates it. It hyperbolizes it. But that's what it's capturing. And then we kind of looked and we're like, oh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is kind of capturing that period of time in Kanye's life. Oh, and you look at graduation and that's kind of capturing that (laughs) period of time. 808s. And you start realizing that each of these albums connects to a period of time in Kanye's life immediately preceding the album. So it's like a chapter. And with that in mind, when you go back and you look at college dropouts, especially when Last Call just tells you (laughs) the story of what led up to the album and the album getting made and Kanye being signed, you start just being able to look at this track list and be like, oh, this is a story of Kanye, like making the college dropout, like where he was, like getting into the music industry and then getting signed and starting to make his album. That's what we're hearing. Oh, now we can piece together the narrative. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why I'm excited to go back through each album. I'm excited to start with Kyle Strap out here, but like thinking about Kanye's life and his just his whole trajectory, especially to where he's gotten now, like thinking about him from the beginning to where he is now, the beginning when he felt so empowered, when his mom encouraged him to do anything, try anything and accomplish anything. And to see like the up and down battle he's had with fame his whole career, it's been both fulfilling and like completely disastrous and empty. He's lost his mom. He's lost. He he's broken up with people. He's pursued Kim. Like all of these like, disparate things that have happened in his life are completely informed by the music, by the art. And you can really start to understand Kanye by going through each one of his albums and just understanding psychosis and college dropout. I mean, it, it's 
it's the it's the Kanye West blueprint. <laughs> like this is a kid who thought he could do anything starting out, and he did. Like on last call, he just predicts that the college dropout is going to be a huge album, and it was. Like this whole <laughs> album just details him, it, this journey he's detailed for himself, and how he's going to rise up. And when you realize that, it it really just creates context, and and it puts you in the proper mind you need you need to have to understand Kanye at this point and how this kicked off what has become a legendary career. It's, it's so exciting to think about going back through this album again. I'm, I'm sitting here getting jazzed, man. <laughs> well, and the thing too, what we see is that there are a number of points on this album where what Kanye is talking about lines up with what he would talk about in later parts of his discography but then again in 2018 and 19 and 20 as Kanye's become I mean it already seems like he was very vocal <laughs> about mm. society but even more so like as he stepped into the political realm you can still make a lot of connections to things that he's talked about today so while people have said like oh why can't like new Kanye be old Kanye or I miss old Kanye mm. I think that we sometimes forget that there's this foundation for a lot of the commentary and criticism Kanye has about society on these early albums that he's just really refined over the last 16 years. And you can still uh, see the roots of those thoughts on this album in places, especially like we don't care all falls down, come to mind. Like two words has some parts of it where you're just like, okay, he's like, already on the vibe for some of this stuff yeah another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And the other exciting part of all this is that, you know, that that Black Album quote, when he thinks about his music as like a score to a scene in a movie, that's the other really exciting thing about Kanye is he approaches stories musically, which might be kind of obvious for a musical artist to do, but it, I think what's so exciting about Kanye and it's hard to like truly convey this, but I mean, Kanye tells his stories musically in the sense that it's not just lyrics detailing a journey of like, you know, a, a, a regular script outline you'd see for any movie. Like he, he's detailing the journey musically, like all of the samples that he uses, like convey the emotional character journey going on. And as we started digging into the samples and we saw that they not only, reflected the the journey we're seeing with Kanye, but like built upon it and added depth to it and signaled these ideas Kanye was trying to convey. Like all of a sudden you realize like how complex and nuanced it all is from a musical standpoint. And I mean, that just gave us so much more room for analysis. Like, because, you know, we are called watching the throne, a lyrical analysis of Kanye West, but it's not, you don't do him justice by just looking at the lyrics. You have to understand like all of the, intricate musical decisions he's making throughout and like that's really what we're looking to that's really what we look to do the second time going through the college dropout i think that's one of my favorite things too about just the first time we went through his discography was when we realized and understood how kanye uses samples in that way to really 
uh, create illusion and reference and uh, add another texture uh solidify a point or broaden a point that he's making the fact that he was doing that from the college dropouts it wasn't something that he discovered like technique wise on graduation or 808s right it was something Mm. that he had just been doing from the jump (laughs) and so you're even able to like look at something like all falls down and the lauren hill uh reference or sample or interpolation he has and understand how that adds a dimension to that song or the oh one of my favorite moments is when Mm. we uh find the biggie lines right Mm -hmm. and we make the connection to the biggie song and all falls down or even uh i think my favorite part of the season might be our new workout plan episode we're just in the middle of the episode (laughs) we have an understanding about the song it just like completely takes how we were thinking about the song and puts it on its head yeah yeah you know in that middle stretch of the album which i think a lot of people considered to have some of Kanye's like not so great songs like breathe and breathe out which might actually be considered the worst Kanye song ever that song has an incredible sample it uses from black star that completely reveals Kanye's intentions behind the songs like it flips the song completely on its head and makes you think not only differently about it but differently about the whole album and where Kanye was as a storyteller at that point as a musical artist like Man, the guy's just full of surprises. Yeah. Yeah. And I like it. I think the biggest change, if you're curious, like, do they uh, have any changes of opinion on songs between the first time <laughs> and the second time? The first time we went through the album, uh, School Spirit, we just, like, trashed. ragged on it. Yeah, just trashed it, like, buried it. <laughs> and we're like, nah, nothing here. And then the second time through, we're just like, what an incredible, (laughs) (laughs) all about it. Yeah. And I mean, I I think at this point, like I I just feel that way about every Kanye song. Like, even if there's a song that I, that doesn't necessarily appeal to me on like a visceral surface level, there's not a Kanye song that doesn't have something really interesting about it musically or lyrically or that there isn't something you can tie to Kanye's life and look at him and go like, Oh, like I know, I understand that about Kanye. That's what's so fulfilling about this whole podcast is like realizing all of this. Cause Kanye is an artist and this is how artists tell their stories. This is how art helps us understand people, the world better, our place in the world better helps us relate to the artist and Kanye and puts ourselves in his shoes. Like, man like i that again i'm just so excited to go back through all the songs again but especially starting with college dropout which is kind of like the first like revisiting these early episodes we just did not do well and did not understand kanye like the the level of understanding the differences between the levels of understanding between the first time we went through and the second time like it's gargantuan yeah and uh, not to like get ahead we've been doing the same thing with late registration we're a few episodes into that already Mm -hmm. and even there is just like oh wow (laughs) this is a big difference though i am curious ellie you're talking about there's not one song and i my immediate thought as you're saying that was like celebration celebration (laughs) but even that song like i think it's the first time that kanye had really talked about parenthood right Mm -hmm. or even imagined what it would be like for him as a parent and it's played for humor it's like almost kind of sarcastic as he's like talking to his kid but this fake kid 
at this time that he's just like envisioning. Um, but then you have that as a juxtaposition to how he actually talks about his children and the music that he makes yeah. about his kids and to see the difference in levity and seriousness between something like celebration and only one <laughs> where you're just like, yeah, you can tell that parenthood really has like made a impression and difference and what just a difference in mindset. So even something like celebration where I may not be as into it, it serves as kind of a an important anchor or an important milestone right. point to then compare to future Kanye or later Kanye and like where his actual feelings were when he did become a parent. So yeah, this early these early albums just have such a a wealth of information on their own, but also comparatively yeah. to what we've eventually learned or what Kanye has, I guess, revealed more and more over time. Yeah, it's funny that like, because, you know, we just covered Jesus is Key and we covered all the songs and those aren't available available on Patreon too. But we got done with that and we were both kind of like, what do we do now? Like, We've covered all the Kanye song, at least on the solo discography. And, and we were just like, what's the next step? Like, what can we do f- with this show to make it exciting and like, and, and keep it up to date? And we just kind of realized like, Kanye being the person he is being so open and vocal and present it just like seemingly there's no end in sight to his musical output like you really can't just keep going back and revisiting his songs because they always like reveal more about themselves because of the way Kanye is and because of the way Kanye pushes himself as an artist like it you it reveals all of these things that like you're saying of celebration like you can now compare celebration to only one and wolves and violent crimes closed on sunday <laughs> like that's really interesting and it, i'm so excited to, to keep doing that but i mean college dropout specifically he, he's yeah. a young kid like the, he, he has the whole world in front of him and all of his music in front of him like <laughs> you know every uh, uh twist and turn kind has gone through over the years like you can kind of see a lot of it here in college dropout Right. And even something like Jesus is King versus Jesus walks, or now that we have Jesus is King, like going back through to a song, like touch the sky kind of has a different feeling to it as well. And other moments on late registration and graduation are going to read differently because of where Kanye is now. We're going to be able to have different conversations or added conversations to those topics because of the albums that have come out in the time that we've revisited and you know if donna comes out when donna comes out that's also going to add a completely different uh elements in conversation when we go back through and look at these songs or other albums in comparison yeah so yeah here we are we're gonna be even though you and i've already covered the college trap out <laughs> this whole season's already been recorded like putting yourself in the shoes of like right at the beginning of the season like what songs were you most excited to revisit? I was always excited about All Falls Down just yeah. because that to me always feels like the most monumental social commentary Kanye had done uh, for a while. It was just such a, a big song, right? Mm. And so to get back into that, especially with what we knew about references at that point and knowing that that song had a number of them that we had overlooked the first time. Like that was very exciting to me. 
and never let me down as well because yes. that was another one where we had been kind of harsh <laughs> to it on mr despite J. like yeah despite really liking a lot of the song we had missed an important angle regarding jay-z's involvement on the song and what he was bringing to the table even if his lyrics weren't necessarily like on theme that didn't mm-hmm. matter because jay-z was the theme <laughs> like, yeah and i think those two were definitely like very exciting and then of course last call i'm always excited to talk about last call always yeah i i completely agree like to me the episode two checkout is never let me down because i mean i we really racked in that song and I might've racked on it a little bit more. Like I, <laughs> I thought Jay-Z's verse was ridiculous, like, you know, indulgent, narcissistic, egotistical in a way that like, I, I didn't find very interesting. Cause I feel like all those words just describe Kanye. Um, but in the way Jay did it, I was like, <laughs> I don't know, something rubbed me the wrong way, but going back through and understanding like what the point of his verse was, what Jay Ivy inhabits in the song, like, in, in the direction Kanye launches the album from that song, because it's kind of a pivot point in the narrative, like it was kind of mind blowing in a way that like the best revelations on Jesus were mind blowing. So uh, hopefully everyone can sense just how blown away we are in that episode. <laughs> Very much so. Right. We're just like, Oh my God, this is what's happening. <laughs> Genius. I think, I think that's the thing that I enjoy most about this season was just like, how exciting it was like episode by episode to uncover the thing. It felt like each episode had kind of a a major revelation or just something exciting to it. We're just like, man, look at Kanye go. Yeah. (laughs) The kid had it figured it out early to dawn, didn't he? (laughs) Yeah. Which I think is even happening with uh, late registration so far. There's been a lot of exciting things on there too. And uh, I'm excited to just go all the way back through. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're going to do. You know, it's going to be, well, how many songs are there? 14? Yeah, without the skits. 21 and then subtract intro, I'll Fly Away, the 2019. We cover all those skit. songs, by the way, the skits. We just don't dedicate episodes to them. Yeah. Yeah, we're down i can't do math right now but. <laughs> 14 15 16 ish episodes <laughs> yeah under 21 more than 10 uh and a big um, improvement although some of you may not think this is an improvement the episodes are no longer like 20 minutes long they're at least an hour long yeah uh, but then the episodes aren't always two hours or two right. and a half hours but are <laughs> you know we finally found the middle minutes. ground so there's yeah, there's a nice middle ground. And then be sure to, at the end of the season, uh, we're going to have a, an overview episode where we kind of just talk about what we learned from the season and things that we enjoyed. So you'll get that as well uh, following the Last Call episode. Yeah. Um, and as we mentioned before, like if you ever want to hear these episodes early, of course you can hear them for free on the public feed. But if you ever want to hear them early and just like have permanent access to them, five bucks a month on patreon.com slash Podcast. Um, it's really the only support we get besides YouTube. So, um, yeah, we're just, we're just doing what we can to get these episodes out to people. And, and and ultimately, I mean, at the end of the day, this is all applied to get Kanye on the show. Kanye, you have an open invitation. 
We know you're running for president and you're busy making Donda, but if you ever want to hop on the show, we'll pepper you with questions. We'll talk for like three to four hours. We'll edit it down to two and then we'll release it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we may even just release it as blocks of text. Yeah, you know, for sure. Without any context. <laughs> well, we work for Forbes, so yeah. <laughs> it's our style. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And then, you know, of course, after the interview, there will be, that does not include the hours upon hours of time we will spend together, you know, playing mini golf or watching movies or whatever. Ice cream. Gotta and get eating ice cream. Ice cream. I, I, I assume ice cream's at every event we'll be going to. <laughs> right. Eating ice cream during the interview, eating ice cream at miniature golf, eating ice cream at the movies. Mm. It'll be wonderful. We might even introduce It'll be you wonderful. to Clay. <laughs> and if, uh, if, as you're listening, you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, you can hit us up at Kanye Podcast on Twitter for some discussion uh, at TL underscore Bean for discussion. And uh, we'll love to hear your thoughts on any of the episodes or things that you think we might have missed or things that jumped out to you from our talking points. And I mean, definitely tell us anything we missed because... It- the one thing to note is that Chris and I, we're narrative guys, you know, we're not necessarily trained in music. Like we, we really like looking at Connie's lyrics and, and talking about Connie's samples and how they play this on is simple enough, but ultimately like we lack a lot of context and uh, insight that a lot of other people will have into his music. So like hit us up about whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about drums, so. (laughs) Other than they make a sweet, sweet sound on a Kanye song. That they do. That they do, (laughs) man. All right. Well, I, uh, on behalf of both of us, I, we hope that you enjoy the season and enjoy the episodes. And, you know, I think no matter what, even if there's going to be points where you may not buy into the uh, assessment, there's going to be something that stands out on every episode and that by the end you're going to be like man the college dropout way (laughs) deeper than what i ever expected and you're also going to think man those two guys have a lot of time in their hands that we do (laughs) all right yes it's exciting um but until next week when we see you for the opening episode and we don't care please stay wavy and keep it loopy I tell them Raise your glasses, your glasses, your glasses to the sky This is the last call for alcohol for the So get your ass up off the Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.